like years ago I, I bought my first 3d printer um, and I was missing a part of my uh, diving goggles my diving mask and uh, and me and my girlfriend we were heading out to Bali and I was like ah oh, man if I just you know it, it was just a, a little plastic piece that was broken on the mask and I was like thinking if I could just make it myself but you know back in the day I, I couldn't do it and because I was going on a holiday I was like oh, I, I need that part and now I got a, this 3d printer and I printed it and I actually made 10 of them so if it would break again I would have 10 of them so on holiday I'm good and um, yeah so so that yeah that that's stuff I like you know so it's it's, it's great so um, to, to dive in a little bit more about this, this specific part you just mentioned. So um, how, how did you design that small piece? How did you do it? So you have, you have software for designing 3D models um, like Autodesk from... Yeah, it's a, a cut software, right? Yeah, it's cut software. Yeah. Um, so, so um, uh, Auto Fusion, Fusion 3D, stuff like that. Uh, you, you have many, many applications that you can just design. Uh, the, the one I mainly use myself is, is a free one. It's called Onshape and it's only web-based. Mm -hmm. So I don't have, even have to install. And everywhere <coughs> I am, I can just log in and have all my files. Um, so yeah, so, so you just design this part uh, in the software yourself. You, you, you start out with a 2D sketch. And then, and then you make it 3D. So that's what they called extrude. So if you have a square, you select the square, you, you select extrude, you, you say how high you want to have it. Um, and that's how you start, start with it. And then you have, instead of a, uh, a 2D square, you have like a, uh, a cube or a, something like that. And, and then you, of course, can do a lot of things. You, make, you can make holes in it and, and make it threaded so a screw can go in, stuff like that. So, cool. Yeah. And then the next step would be, you know, download the, the model from, from, the, uh, from the software or save it to an STL file. Or, and then you have another type of software, it's called a Slicer. Mm -hmm. And this takes your 3D model and it uh, makes all these layers out of it. And it uh, makes like a path that your uh, 3D printer has to go to create this 3D model. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so you run it through the slicer. Uh, the thing is with slicers, there are like thousands of settings. So you you can fiddle with it. You make it. You can make the part hollow. You can make it solid. You you can make a have like an infill for 50%. So it would be 50% air inside and 50% plastic or uh, resin or any uh, type of material you're using uh, that kind of stuff but that's pretty pretty cool that you you know that something something breaks off um, you're unable to find replacement parts so basically the only option you have is to buy a brand new um, you know that piece or, from, yeah. from the shop yeah. uh, but now because of 3D printing technology, you were able to fix it yourself and it saves you a Save, lot of money in the process. Saved me 50 bucks right there. Yeah, so it's crazy and, just for this small piece. Yeah, and, and if, if I look at my 3D printer, it was 200 bucks. <laughs> th that's a big gain. Like it it's, it, it is. was 200 bucks and it saved me 50 bucks straight out of the gate. And you can use that 3D printer for other things yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, 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 
it pays off, I guess. Yeah. So um, 3D printing obviously has its advantages. Um, so is it uh, widely adopted? And, and what kind of people are using it at the moment? Well, I think not widely adopted as a, a normal printer. So like everybody has a normal printer at home, I guess, most of the people. Um, and, but the people that have a 3D printer are usually people that, uh, well, they, they call themselves makers. So they, it's a community that likes to make things themselves, so like design or, you know, uh, some guys on, on YouTube I follow, so sometimes they make 3D printed uh, rockets, you know. It, last, last night I saw a guy that just 3D printed a rocket, put some uh, oxygen through it, and <laughs> he, he used the 3D printed part as a rocket fuel, <laughs> <laughs> wow. that kind of stuff, yeah. So he just printed a nozzle. Uh, so yeah, so it, it's not that everyone has one at home, and you know, only if you're interested and if and if you're willing to, you know, it, it's it's kind of a process, 3D printing. It's it's not like the normal printer. Okay, you, you say I'm gonna print this and it's com gonna come out. Yeah, there's a, there's a learning curve to it. There's a learning curve to it, and also, um, a lot of things can go wrong, you know, and especially with. FDM printing, so that's fused deposit modeling. Wow, <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what it does, it, it just puts a, um, one line of plastic down uh, at a time, and it, and it follows this path. And and the most important, the most critical uh, time is your first layer that has to be perfect because that's the base of the rest of the. Uh, model. If, if something goes wrong or some 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 piece doesn't adhere correctly to the to the base of the printer or the the hotbed, as we we yeah, we say, um, then you have a problem and it could create more problems down the road. So your your model, you know, it do, it doesn't come out every time the same or perfectly every time. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although. You know, there's another type of 3D printing, which is more precise. It's, it's uh, stereolithic graphy, uh, SLA, as we call it. Mm -hmm. And that's usually done with resin. And um, instead of one line at a time, this, this does a layer each time. Usually these printers are a little bit smaller, so that's, they're a little bit restrictive. You can get them bigger, but usually more expensive. Um, but how it works is that the resin, so it's light sensitive, and if, if, if light or UV hits it, um, it hardens. So basically every, every layer has its own shape, and it just, so the, so the base plate is, is moving up and down, and it goes all the way down, down in the bucket, bucket of resin. Um, and it creates the first layer to the, uh, to the base plate, and it just moves up, and down and on a little just a little like a 0.1 millimeter higher than the, than the first layer mm -hmm. then then you have like the, the that the resin you know it flows between uh, that first layer and bottom of the of the bucket of resin or reservoir um, and then you harden out the second layer that that adheres to the first layer and then you go up and down and you make 
third layer and so on. So it depends on the model how many layers you have, but uh, th those models come out quite nice and usually they, they require less uh, less uh, post processing. Okay, and that's and and that technique is called stereo lithography. Yeah. Okay, and and is that also the type of 3D printer that you have? No, no, I have a FDM. Okay, yeah. so that's that, yeah. that's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I can imagine that you know people who are listening to this uh, podcast right now, um, you know, some of them might have never heard about 3D printing, or some of them think you know I've heard about it, but you know I don't care, or you know I want to know a little bit more about it. So um, what would you recommend to someone who has never purchased a 3d printer before um what type of 3d printer should that person look into what do you recommend uh i would go for an fdm prim printer <clears throat> the same same one i have um it's it's widely used among the let's say the hobby makers yeah the people at home um even though uh, the company I work for, they also have some 3D printers, also uh, some FDM printers, they use it. <laughs> um, but I would go for, uh, what, what I would look for is especially which printer or brand and type of printer has the biggest community. You know, uh, let, let's say the Creality Ender 3. It, it, that one is really popular and it's widely used almost if you look on Instagram or everywhere they have that printer and then usually you know okay that that's a good one it's, i think it's like 200 bucks no that's not too bad it, it's quite cheap um and and so, sometimes i i see prints coming off those they're they're almost flawless you know okay. it's, it's it's really good yeah um so i, I would look, look for that you know and don't go with some other type of printer that you know no one uses or knows you know um, so yeah I guess popularity is is key I guess okay so uh, going to for the um, so you would recommend people go for uh, for the FDM 3d printer yeah which stands for fused deposit modeling hey and um, when using a 3d printer obviously it needs some raw material uh, material right yeah so yeah. what goes in it um, and where do you where do you buy it yeah, um, well, um, I guess every online uh, 3D printer shop has uh, the material for the, the kind of 3D printer uh, you have. Um, so for FDM, so the, the, the most common plastic is uh, PLA. And PLA is a biodegra biodegradable e uh, and easy to print. You know, that's, that's why it's widely used. It's it's a little bit brittle, so you you cannot use it for functional parts. You cannot um, use it for a gun. Ah, uh, <laughs> that would explode in your hand, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe one shot, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, no, no. If 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 I would create something that that you know needs to perform uh, mechanically, I would go like P P E T G. So that's like a PET bottle, like a cola soda bottle or whatever. Um, that, that's quite strong. It's a little bit more difficult to print because it's really stringy and it likes to attach to, to each other. Um, so that has its own problems. Um, so yeah, but you have PLA, um, like I mentioned. So it, it's very easy to print. Um, 
you have also a lot of PLA with different kind of additives like carbon, wood, metal, stone. Stone? So, stone, yeah. They, they have like uh, uh, this small, like tiny, tiny particles of stone in, inside the, the, the plastic part. Okay. And then if you print it, it's going to feel heavier and stony. Uh, although it's, you know, it's like, it's probably going to maybe be like 70% plastic and 30% stone. But it's slightly reinforced, it, well, the, ma the material. Yeah, but it's sometimes, it's not always about reinforcement, but sometimes also how it looks. Okay. Yeah, so, so you know Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. So uh, Groot yeah. is a tree, right? Yeah, so, right. So that's a very popular model, right? Yeah. <laughs> and people always print it in like this 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 wood-looking kind of material. So it's like Groot. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And also metal parts. It's, and and it, there's also this new technique that, that, uh, that you print with plastic and metal for for example and then you put them put it in the oven mm -hmm. and you burn out uh, the plastic and then you are left with a metal part so it's, it's fully metal that's that's also coming up i guess that, that's going to make hobby makers make something out of metal is that something that you can have at home or do you need a, <laughs> like a garage or, you know or something like well, you, a safe place to do that because I can imagine that liquid metal is quite dangerous. Well, it's not quite liquid. It's so so. It's it's gonna be your, your printer, your 3D printer. That that's gonna that's already gonna heat up. And let's say okay, so so that's that's why I would also go for a popular brand. So, so uh, because the 3D printers also use heat to melt the plastic. Um, so safety is something you want to have in mind so you you, you know I, I saw some pictures of printers you know going up into flames you know just cheap Chinese ones or whatever you know that, that's something you don't want to have but yeah so printing the metal you know it's gonna be fine I guess so, so it's gonna be just your print 3d printing just like normal uh, maybe a little bit hotter I guess um, because of the metal um, but it, uh, yeah, it's probably the same thing as the stone. So it's going to be fine, fine particles of metal. Uh, you're going to print it as normal at home. Uh, you have your model and you put it in the oven and that's going to burn out the plastic. So that's going to be the hot part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do that at home, could be, I don't know. Um, I, I I couldn't say, but you know, I, I, if I would don't do try it, it at home or uh, <laughs> I, I would do it in a shed. But you know, if you have a normal oven, uh, like, uh, you know, yeah, you can you can even do it in the oven. <laughs> well, it needs to get hot enough to burn out the plastic. Well, I would probably when you know when I when I would purchase a three D printer, I would probably just go for the FDM uh, that you recommended. Mm. Um, I think you know the only uh, brand of three D printer that I know is MakerBot. Um, MakerBot. That's um, that that's the first one that pops into my mind. Um, mm. What do you think of those three D printers? Are they any good? Probably, yeah, but those are quite more expensive. Then, then you are probably talking about thousands of dollars, and so for for someone at home, I wouldn't wouldn't recommend such a expensive part. If okay. you, if you have a good alternative that you can use at home, you know. But you know, if you're a company and and you want to have uh, more reliability and 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 you know, uh, yeah more reliability than 
well, even the cheaper ones are, are reliable. So yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't even could say if I could advise for a expensive one at at, at, uh, at work. Okay, well, I think we, uh, I think you, you just, you know, created, uh, I think a, a reasonable picture of what 3D printing is all about, um, how to get started, uh, what things to keep in mind. Is there anything you would like to add on this one? Well, um, yeah, if you're interested, I would just go for it, just doing it, you know, especially since the printers are 200 dollars. So sometimes it's even cheaper than 2D printers. So that that's kind of cheap. Um, the only thing to keep in mind is uh, it's not going to be easy. You know, it's going to take some work. The, the, if, if you get it out of your mind, you, you're going to have this model. Uh, you're going to just download it or make it yourself. Just print it and that it's going to come out perfect every time. That's, that's going to be the wrong image you have. But, you know, it's going to require some fiddling some maintenance, um, especially with the slicer. Like I said, it, it has thousands of options and every time you change something, it's gonna be, you know, gonna influence your model or your print uh, on a bad or, or a good way. It, it, it just depends. So, so many settings on the slicer, so. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for this, uh, for sharing your insights on, uh, on this topic. And thank you listeners for listening to our first pilot podcast of uh, Mike and Melvin's Talk About. And um, yeah, hopefully we see you next time or you'll hear about us next time. Catch you on the next one. See you. See you.